Hebrews chapter 2, verse 5 through 18. For it was not to angels that God subjected the world to come, of which we're speaking. It has been testified somewhere, what is man that you were mindful of him, or the son of man that you care for him? You made him a little lower than the angels, but you've crowned him with glory and honor, putting everything in subjection under his feet. Now, in putting subjection everything to him, he left nothing outside of his control. At present, we do not yet see everything in subjection to him, but we see him who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus, crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death so that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. Mm. For it was fitting that he, for from whom and by whom all things exist, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the founder of their salvation perfect through suffering. For he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one source. This is why he's not ashamed to call them brothers, saying, Amen. I will tell of your name to my brothers. In the midst of the congregation, I will sing your praise. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children of God that he has given to me. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook in the same things, that through death he might destroy the one who has power of death, that is the devil, and deliver all of those through who fear of death were subject into lifelong slavery. For surely it is not angels that he helps, but he helps the offspring of Abraham. Therefore, he had to be made like his brothers in every respect so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make propitiation for the sins of all the people. For because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. This is the word of the Lord. Well, this yeah, is one of the most helpful. I mean, it's not a famous passage. Nobody was like, chapter two, Hebrews chapter two, man, that's yeah. like my life verse. Nobody's got this one probably tattooed on their arm. But it's 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 kind of like one of the most succinct and really helpful passages in the whole let's bible let's go get it today go get it today. let's go get the tattoo <laughs> if uh if you're like okay like where is a passage that's a few verses long that really explains mm -hmm. the whole bible um i think this is kind of it um it's interesting you know he begins off he, he says it says somewhere i think he's quoting psalm 8 here mm -hmm. um but he is saying that you know that psalm 8 <laughs> really pushes us to think about Jesus, right? Yeah. Everything has been subjected to him because he was made a little lower than the angels for a time. Mm. And now he obviously has been exalted. And, you know, it's interesting. He, he tasted death for everyone. He became like the ones that he wanted to save so that now his brothers could be glorified with him. I mean, so this is exactly, I mean, this is a great synopsis of the ministry of Jesus. He was above the angels, became lower than the angels, mm -hmm. right? He became like us in every way so that he could taste death for us, so he could suffer for us through his suffering and then through the power of his resurrection. Now he has been exalted and we with him will be exalted. I mean, I think that's kind of a little quick synopsis of uh, this passage. Yeah, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, th I think first of all, what is really just staggering about Hebrews is he blows up how all of scripture is about Christ. It, it points to Christ. And, you know, a lot of these passages are almost like 
awkwardly punctuated with with just copious amounts of of cross reference after cross reference yeah. of where Jesus is in scripture. And, you know, even like this Psalm 8 reference is kind of convicting to me because I think we often read this as sort of like a feel good about ourselves. Like, you know, what is man that you are mindful of him, the son of man that you care for him, like really placing ourselves at the center of the crosshairs and which, you know, I think there's application there. Yeah. And but, you could say maybe it's man and the son of man. I mean, yeah. you know, but the the point of the passage it is finds Jesus. its yes and amen in Jesus. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. And yes. and it's not us that are you know crowned with the highest crown of glory and honor, but it's Jesus. Who, well, we are in Jesus. Yeah, you know, yeah, we, exactly. The, the, yeah, exactly. It's it's like without the Son of Man who identified with us, um, we there's nothing. But with Him, there's everything. I mean, that's really absolutely what I, what I see is the great promise. Absolutely. Of this, and and we actually get to know him. Another interesting thing, you know, in bringing many sons to glory, make the founder of their faith perfect through suffering. Um, and so it's interesting. I mean, and this is a consistent theme in the New Testament that that like suffering, and we actually had a meeting where we just talked about this. You know, even thinking about like the people of Israel in the wilderness. Um, you know, the wilderness suffering. Those are the things that are incredibly clarifying in our lives, um, and I think I think in seasons of suffering and pain, we can be most dependent on Jesus, but we shouldn't feel most distant from Jesus because Jesus Himself suffered. He mm-hmm. was tempted. He um, and He's able to help those who are being tempted. Yeah, as the passage closed. So such a helpful yeah. depiction of who Jesus really yeah. is, and that really points to Romans five, which uh, tells us not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. Knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character. Character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. Amen. We have a high priest who can, and we're going to get to this obviously in a few days, but we have a high priest who can sympathize with us in all of our weaknesses. He's a high priest who identifies us even in our suffering, even in our temptation. That's such a powerful idea. For Will Carlisle, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.